Welcome to Sing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So how has your week been? Good. <laughs> yeah? Working on cosplay. Yeah, I, sh- I should probably start doing that. Because <laughs> Dragon Con is in one week. It, less than, well, actually, yeah. It starts we'll, we today a week ago. In a week. To, in, a we- in a week. In a week ago? It starts today in a week. <laughs> When when you listen to this on Tuesday, it will be in two days. Yes. Unless you listen to it on Wednesday, then it will be the next day. And if you're listening to it after Dragon Con, well, can't help you. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's true. And some people will be. Yes. Because I get reports about how far behind some people are. <laughs> Good. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I worked out. Oh, I finished my crazy diet that I was doing that I wasn't telling anyone about, mm-hmm. except like a few people. Right. Um, which was the whole thirty, mm-hmm. where I didn't eat gluten, sugar, alcohol. Uh, I normally don't eat alcohol personally. <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I did it. not ingest alcohol <laughs> in any way, form. Uh, <laughs> dairy, added sugars, some other shit. Anyway, I did all that, and I lost ten pounds in a month. Nice. And two inches from my bust, waist, and hips. And then you made a post on Facebook, and I proceeded to reply to that <laughs> yeah. post with a very funny alternate post. <laughs> yes. Where I was doing, what was I saying I was doing? You I said was, the processed 30. Yeah, I was doing somewhere. processed 30. Because <laughs> you said you were making some, you're having cooking some fun foods. Uh-huh. And mine was that I found some foods I didn't need to cook. <laughs> Yes. And then you said you lost 10 pounds. I said I gained 10 pounds and I added two inches to all the various areas. Uh I thought it was quite funny. It was funny. I think a couple people might have gotten a laugh out of that. Yeah. And then I went to the gym on Tuesday and I got weighed by their fancy scale. And Mm -hmm. I was very relieved to know that it was the same. Actually, slightly less because it's, it had been two days since I had stopped. Right. And so I just keep on losing, I guess. So the, um, so the scale I gave you is, is accurate. The same. Yeah. So that was really nice to know. Wow. I'm glad I gave you a good scale. Yeah. Because I was like, maybe my, maybe this scale is just a liar and it's just telling me what I want to hear <laughs> or see. So I was really worried to get like actually weighed. And then I was very relieved to see that it was the same. Very nice. So even after a day of. You know, breakfast, lunch, etc. With cheeses and... No, I haven't eaten any cheeses. Oh, okay. The only thing I've eaten so far that's different, because I'm like, it feels like a sin. It's mm-hmm. very strange right now. I'm in this very weird, not sure what I should eat, period. Right. But I did get a teriyaki bowl with rice today, and I had not had rice in a month and a half or whatever, so... White or brown? Brown. Okay. That's better than white. Well, that's all the healthy place has, so... Oh, um, I enjoy brown rice personally. I do too. I like both rices. I like all rice, but rice is probably the one thing I'm going to definitely reincorporate as well as booze mm-hmm. because Dragon Con is coming up and right. hey, damn right I'm going to drink. Yep. Got to have your rice alcohol. <laughs> I'm going to drink some sake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds. I uh, got to go play golf yesterday. That's fun. For work. 
I have a very interesting tan on my face. You're very, you have a red on your face. Yes, but can you tell where my sunglasses were? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> oh, excuse me, so, Suki. I look goofy. And um, we're going to hear Suki tail across the microphone, maybe. <laughs> um, and we didn't do that great, but my golf game has improved somewhat. Congratulations. Yep. Just got to get that consistency now. I think some shots I was like overthinking and and just not being very good at staying the course and I would screw those up. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was fun. Cool. I was back to my like programs at the gym this week. Mm-hmm. I did my 96th program today. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I'm almost to 100. Today I punched out at work and I went back to my desk and started working again. So I had to go back to my time card, scratch it out, and re-punch <laughs> out because I'm dumb. Uh, uh, but I was telling my trainer for the next set of programs, I want to um, improve my ability to pose, which sounds ridiculous. But for pictures, like Black Widow's always doing this like crazy crouchy thing, the mm-hmm. like superhero landing pose kind of thing. Right. And so I was like... Showing him, well, he knew already, but he like wanted some references. So then he was like, all right, we're going to incorporate this and this and this into your program next time. And then he was doing the poses and it was very funny. <laughs> I was like, oh. Because he knows what muscles to work. Yes. To make you be able to hold those. Yeah. Because like I can do it, but it's a little bit of a struggle to get into it. And then it's an even harder struggle to hold it. Right. And especially with all the armor on, it's just like super hard. Oh, so now you're going to have to work out with your armor on. Yeah, I guess. That's so. going to be a bonus. <laughs> I guess so. Not only are you going to be awesome at working out, and th- but this kid now is going to see you doing pull-ups wearing armor, and he's <laughs> yeah. going to be like, "Holy cow!" Oh yeah, I did, I did, uh, I did one more chin-up than I have been doing on Tuesday, and that was very exciting. I usually could just get two kind of over the bar, uh-huh. but I did three sets, so I do three sets of everything, and I usually try to do eight pull-up or chin-ups, but I usually get two, and then I just kind of do. Just to like get the feeling or whatever, just to hold it and work those muscles. But I got three over the bar each time and I was so proud of myself. Thank you. That is three more than I can do. (laughs) I don't think I could pull up my body weight right now. I mean, maybe it's because I lost 10 pounds. (laughs) I'm fairly certain I can't because if I could do a pull up at my weight, I should be able to do lat pull downs at my weight. Not that any machine holds that much weight but i know what my max is on lap fold yeah so oh but yeah i'm really sore because i also did deadlifts today and i'm just like my arms are gonna die deadlifts are great they are great but after my pull after my chin-ups day i'm just like help last time we did deadlifts my back was a little tired from it because the week yeah lower back two days prior we uh, had done um bent over rows i was doing those tonight with an easy bar and i think i talked my friend into doing one last set at 90 pounds <laughs> i was doing 20 pounds <laughs> and we and we did it to uh till we couldn't do it anymore uh. and at the end of it he's like i hate you and then the next day he told me he hated me more and then after <laughs> we did the deadlifts on the next workout he said i hate you even more now nice because <laughs> you know that's it's all my fault it is, obviously. Hey, whatever. 
One day I am going to be a sexy Thor lookalike. <laughs> and it will have all it will have all paid off. Uh-huh. And then or- after I become Thorish, I'll work to Thanoism. But you're going to be Thanos first. Yeah, I know, but that I want, doesn't make I'm going to get the physique. Thanos is pretty built. He is pretty built. But Thor is built in a different way. Well, Thor is just sexy. He's so sexy. You know what? Maybe I should go for Captain America. Yeah, I think I go for Cap. Except when I'm holding the helicopter against mm. a building, I can look at my bicep yes. in, in wonder. That's the best part of that movie. Sorry. When, when he stares at his bicep lovingly. I love it. I remember I saw that in the theater and I giggled so much. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yes. We all laughed at it. Now I just like, I'll send someone a, a gif of it and then I'll just be like, this is just for me to look at. I'm sorry. I just want to stare at this for a little while. I think one of my friends went and said, why did you laugh at that spot? And I said... I told him it's because I do the same thing when I'm holding a helicopter <laughs> against the building. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're when you're holding that helicopter, you just have to marvel at the beauty of your biceps. Marvel at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say that's beautiful. That is a big muscle. That is a big muscle. I can't wait till it's really cut. You got some Thanos muscles. You know. You should go for the Thanos physique because you're big like Thanos. Like, you're tall like Thanos. But, you know, a lot of ladies don't like those bodybuilder dudes. I don't know, man. Thanos had, like, 50 kids, so somebody liked him. And one of them we know he stole, and another one he built out of spare parts. I mean, come on. Work with me here. Were any of them biological? I don't know. Or were they just all robots? The children of Thanos were not, they were not robots. Proxima and Corvus, who is a grasshopper vampire. That's what he looks like. And Nick told me that the other day. Okay. The Corvus slave looks like a grasshopper vampire. And I can't unsee it. (laughs) And it makes me laugh. I don't even know what a grasshopper vampire looks like. He looks like Is it a grasshopper with veins? (laughs) Or fangs? He with looks veins. like Corvus Glaive. Next time you watch the movie, Proxima's boyfriend. He looks like a grasshopper vampire. Okay. That's what it looks like. Gotcha. So I guess we should talk about the magical movie we're talking about tonight. Yeah. <laughs> magical. The thrilling adventure that kept me on the edge of my seat. Because of the cat? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because Suki took up so much room on the couch? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, this isn't the good one. There's no cat in this one. I felt at the end of watching this movie that I needed to go back and watch the movie before this movie, really to understand one scene. Oh, why would you do that, though? I, well, I didn't. Okay, good. Don't waste your time again. I, I could barely waste my time the first two times oh, I watched that movie. I oh, think I, I fell asleep both times at the theater. I think I went once, fell asleep, yep, fell asleep, went again, fell asleep again. (laughs) Wow. That's how, maybe I shouldn't have gone to such a late showing after a long day of work. But But that's just more. should have kept you up. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know. Good movie doesn't, does, can overpower that. Exactly. I saw this movie, Alien Covenant, which is what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. the steaming pile of garbage. Mm Mm-hmm. 
guess what? We don't like it. It's fun to talk about things we don't like sometimes. <laughs> I just don't get the point of well um at the I'll share okay. my whole this whole how long was this movie? Two hours. I'll share what I think this two hour movie is telling us. Okay. Which could have been done with a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, funny. The 140 character one, not the like new, like exactly. 200. Not the new and improved old school tweet. <laughs> Good. With like three hashtags at the end of it too. Uh-huh. So yeah. I saw this movie in Austin with Grace and Adam and Caitlin and Missy. And it was the first time I ever went to Alamo Draft House. Okay. And I was so excited because at Alamo, they don't let you talk. Okay. Like they'll kick you out if they catch you talking. Like they're super strict about it. Okay. Um, And it's an amazing theater experience. And it's like the best place to watch movies because you won't get fucked over by annoying people mm-hmm. and i was like this is the and i stood next to grace and i was like this is the one movie that all i want to do is talk about how terrible it is while it's <laughs> happening and we couldn't because we were forced to be silent so we were just like <sighs> we were just like <laughs> flapping our arms around in ex- like frustration <laughs> and- alamo draft house must have been a great place to go and see uh Oh, like a Marvel movie. No, no, no. What was that that horror movie that, that just came out? The silent one. Was Quiet Place? Quiet Place. Yeah. That must have been a great place right. to go see Quiet Place. Like when I saw Quiet Place, I know I was I there. felt guilty for wanting to eat the popcorn right. and I would put it down. <laughs> I know I was like because stop crunching Brad. Each crunch was bad. <laughs> Our theater was really quiet though. I think they they were nice and quiet. Yes, and both um, times I saw that movie, I had to put down my popcorn. <laughs> Couldn't have my popcorn. Aw. But, yeah, so, and it was also funny because Adam had seen it before we were all going to go see it together, and he told us it was good. So we all went in with false expectations. <laughs> and then we left, and he was like, oh, no, yeah, I hated it the first time, but I didn't wow. want to tell anyone. <laughs> It probably would have been better if he gave you the real expectations no. so that you went in with low expectations and then it would have been a little better. Well, so then the whole time I was like questioning Adam's judgment. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> in silence because you couldn't talk. I was like, you liked this movie. <laughs> but then the rest of the weekend, Caitlin and Missy, I think, I, I think, yeah, both of them hadn't seen the other Alien movies. Uh-huh. So to cleanse our palate, we watched Alien oh, and Aliens. Very good. So that was really fun. Nice. Um, but it was just like, we would all just be like sitting around and talking and then suddenly we would just like, oh my God, that stupid fucking part. <laughs> like we would just like go on a rant about how dumb something in this movie was. <laughs> it was like the whole weekend. <laughs> it I was really fun. I don't know. I just don't get it. So, I guess let's talk about There was no need for prequels. No, there wasn't. The originals stood well on their own Maybe, most of the way. What's his name? Who's the guy that makes this movie? His name is... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I got it somewhere. Uh, Give me a hint. Like the first letter of his name. I have to find it first. Something. Oh, okay. okay R- Oh, Ridley Scott. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the tip of my tongue. I just couldn't think of it. (laughs) So. So, all right. So we open. Oh, I have a correction from last week, too. Oh, because you're a wrestling thing? Boxing? 
boxing. Sorry, God. Wow. It was Mayweather. <laughs> Not whoever I said. I think I said Holyfield. No, it was the opposite. Was it? You said Mayweather, and Nick said it's Holyfield. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick is screaming at his radio right sure. now. Here, I'll pull up the message, because it's, it's right here. It's like the last thing he said to me. Oh, and okay. I talk to him, like, constantly, so I would never the, be able to find it. The best part of it is um, the I, reason he knows it is not from watching the fight. It's from something else. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll share with you as well. So, the answer to that question is... Oh, it was Holyfield, you're right. And I said Mayweather. Yes. And he said, the only reason I know that is because it makes me think of Chris Farley yelling, I want Holyfield. <laughs> Good. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Yes. We miss you. So, this movie opens on an eyeball. Yes. Telling us to leave immediately because we're just going to be disappointed. Isn't it a beautiful blue eyeball? It is a beautiful blue eyeball. It is Michael Fassbender's beautiful blue eyeball. Great. And Guy Pierce is his dad. Creator. Creator. <laughs> His daddy. And I guess he was really old in Prometheus. I barely remember Prometheus. So, I know I don't. I fell asleep. Uh, I remember there was like, I remember the part that sticks out the most to me was like when she got the alien egg in her and then she like gave herself an abortion, <laughs> an alien abortion or something. I must have been asleep. Do you remember that part? Nope. She like gets in this chamber and it's just like, just like trying to like laser kill the baby, the alien baby. Nope, don't remember. Oh, that movie. I just know it was about big aliens. Yeah. The big guys with the giant noses. Yeah. That are like on their foreheads. Uh Uh-huh. The Prometheus aliens. Yeah. Anyway, okay. And everyone's really fucking stupid in that movie, too. But they're not as stupid as the people in this movie. Okay. They take it up several notches. They do. Of stupidity. Like, they're so dumb, it makes me mad. I love it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. This is going to be the best episode ever. <laughs> I've been wanting to rant about this movie for a while. So, Michael Fassbender is perfect. <laughs> that's, that's what Guy Pierce says. That's not my opinion. That's Guy Pierce's opinion. I think your opinions might ride next to each other. <laughs> I think after this movie, I, think I your question Michael Fassbender. And Guy Pierce's opinion are in an Uber ride share. Traveling to the same destination of how Fassbender is perfect. He is beautiful. His this one's name is David. He plays some piano. Yep. And he says, "If you created me, who created you?" And so I guess the question that this movie wants to answer is, "Where do we come from?" Okay. I think that's like if you're writing a paper. Yeah. This is your like thesis of the paper. Where do we come from? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, that is what I think the movie set out to do. Really? And then failed. <laughs> okay. I think that was its intention. I and then think... it was like, how about instead we poo everywhere? <laughs> Should I share my in- what I thought the movie's intention sure. was? I think the uh, intention, I, my feeling, yeah. which could have been done in an old school tweet, <laughs> is that... If you play God, your creation will play God and bring an end to you. Yeah. Does because he kill Guy Pierce though, in Prometheus? I don't I, remember. I don't know. I All just, I know. I thought he just died because he was old. Hey, at the end of this movie, I'm going to say what 
the whole deal is. And then, well, at the end of this episode, I should say. Yeah. And how this prequel affected the original movies, which are great without needing these prequels. These are unnecessary films. Yes. Sorry, I'm not even going to call them films. I'm going to call them movies. Yes. I'm not going to give them that that distinction. Um, So anyway, we go to space. We're in space now on a colonization vessel called the Covenant. Yes. Oh, wow. The name of the movie. Huh. The date is December 5th, 2014. No. Yes. 2014? Yes. You sure? Yes, I wrote it down. I paused it and wrote it down. So the Covenant's out there already for four years? <laughs> yeah. How did they not know about this? Is I it mean, really 2014? I yeah. thought it was further into the future. No, because I have this in my notes somewhere. Yes, because Alien takes place in 2122. Okay. Or wait. Oh, sorry. I wrote. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I was going to say. I wrote it wrong. It's 2104. Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> I remember seeing Sorry. the date and going, I get to look forward to this <laughs> since I'm immortal and I'm going to live till then. <laughs> I swear I paused it and I wrote everything down. The rest of the numbers are accurate. Uh huh. <laughs> December 5th, 2014. 2104. There we go. God. <laughs> 2,000 colonists, 1,140 embryos, destination Oregai 6, ETA, seven years, four months. Yes. Because we don't have light speed yet. No. So there's a different Michael Fassbender named Walter on this ship. He calls the computer ship mother. That's weird. Um, Jarvis is better. <laughs> Jarvis was taken. <laughs> Yeah, true. What's the one in Moon? I can't remember what his name is. Uh, begins with a G. Gertie? Gertie. Yeah. Nice. He opens the embryo container thing and sees a girl's blobby embryo and puts it in a biohazard bucket for disposal. And then suddenly something bad happens in the ship and there's a big old energy surge. Threat level critical, initiate emergency crew revival, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think it was my, a neutron star. This is my review. Something, something That neutron. ship is really stupid looking. Why? Why does it have this big old fan? It looks so stupid. The sails? It looks stupid. They are, uh, <laughs> they're solar sails. Okay. That's how they recharge the batteries. Well... They fucked up because they got all messed up. Just like on the International International Space Station. Oh. And all things that we send out into space, they all have solar panels or sails that extend well, sails to power silly. these things. Sails look silly. What well, was a huge ship? It needed big sails. Fine. <laughs> I'm just insulting this movie every chance I get, okay? You go for it. I'm on board. Everyone, so Walter wakes everybody up. Everyone, well, not everybody. People are waking up and then they're puking and all dazed because they've been asleep for presumably a couple years already. Mm -hmm. And then the bridge is on fire. Yep. And then another guy in his pod, he starts cooking inside of his pod. Yeah. And they're freaking out because they're trying to get him out. Mm -hmm. But then he just gets engulfed in flames. Yep. And the girl from Harry Potter is screaming and crying. Mm -hmm. We assume she has some sort of connection. She must. 
Her name is Daniels. Okay. Sorry, she's from Fantastic Beasts, not from just Harry Potter. Okay. Specifically from Fantastic Beasts. Of course she is. She is the main female in that movie. It explains why she's in this movie. She likes Fantastic Beasts, and this movie is about a Fantastic Beast. Did you just steal my joke? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? I told you this joke earlier. <laughs> no? Uh-huh. What's your joke? I said, <laughs> we had this conversation on Gchat. What's Gchat? <laughs> I'm going to punch you. <laughs> you said you were going to make some other comment. No. I said, I'm going to make a joke because <laughs> I said it to you. <laughs> That? Yes. I said. She's <laughs> pulling it up so she can quote it <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the main girl found some fantastic beasts. Too bad she can't tell Newt Scamander where to find them. <laughs> and I said, act surprised when I make this joke later. And you stole it instead. <laughs> you shit. Who's Newt? <laughs> He's the main character in Fantastic Beasts. Where did he find them? <laughs> All over the place. No way. <laughs> anyway, now that Brad is a joke stealer, <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you anymore on Gchat, apparently. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, go on. So, James Franco just got cooked inside of a tube. No. <laughs> He's a sausage. <laughs> he is a sausage man now. Also, again, I will say, if you get James Franco, why only use him for, like, to die and then use him in, like, a teeny little video? Maybe he was too expensive. Yeah. I swear one of the people on the ship is somebody from one of the original movies, but it can't be because he would have been the same. It's, like, the same age, but... Yeah. <clears throat> so... She's crying and watching a video about James Franco climbing a mountain. He's her husband. She puts this nail that she has in her bag on a rope around mm-hmm. her neck. Mm-hmm. Becomes important. It's one of those. It's a Chekhov's nail. It becomes important later. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was that important. No, but it was used later. It was used later. They yes. took the time to show her putting it on a chain or a rope so that Well, shortly after we find out why it might be, you know, important to her. Do we? Yeah. I don't remember that part at all. We were gonna build a log cabin next to oh. a lake when they got to wherever, so right. you need a nail to nail your woods together. Which is why she probably put the nail on the string around it was a symbol. I mean, I had a feeling it was something to do with him. I just didn't, I forgot about the cabin part. Yep. I so, don't know if it, was it a log cabin <clears throat> or just a wood cabin? A log cabin, I believe. Okay. Um, so a different person takes over as captain. His name is Orem. Mm-hmm. He reports that they lost 47 colonists and 16 second generation embryos and James Franco. <laughs> R.I.P. James Franco in this movie. His name in the movie is <laughs> James Franco. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so a lot of the secondary systems are still online. They absorbed some sort of space storm. Mm-hmm. So it fucked up all their systems. Or as Michael Fassbender put it, a random localized solar flare. Oh, wait. He's not British yet. 
David is British. Walter is American. I see. Random localized stellar flare? That's what I wrote. Probably. Solar flare? Stellar? I just remember it was from like a neutron star or something. Yes, a neutron star. Oh, there's a Bruce Banner quote and I want to say it, but I can't think of it. Okay. Neutron star. Uh, it won't come to me. It's too technical. Too technical of a Bruce quote. Sorry. I can't remember. It took me three days to watch this movie. So. I know. I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about Bruce Banner. I'm still wouldn't. Uh, see, I'd have to know the reference that I can't remember because it took me three days to watch this movie. <laughs> so I'm saying I don't know what neutron thing it is. Oh, it's the devil's anus quote. Okay. He says <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok. Continue. He says. That looks like a collapsing neutron star inside of an Einstein Rosen bridge. Okay. That's what he calls the devil's anus. Oh. <laughs> before Thor and Valkyrie go into it. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> he calls it the devil's anus. That's what Thor calls it. Oh. Why? Because that's what it is. <laughs> Don't ask me. Ask Thor. Go ask your gods. Or Taika. <laughs> anyway. I just had that, like, earworm, and I had to get it out. Gotcha. They have some whiskey. They shoot James Franklin's body out of the airlock. Uh-huh. Basically, they all should have just gone with him. Would have saved us a lot of time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and them a lot of suffering, to be honest. It's true. <laughs> oh, that's why this song has been in my fucking head all week. <laughs> God. <laughs> just reading the next line of my notes. <laughs> so then they get a rogue transmission and it's someone singing take me home country road by john denver right i literally added it to my playlist yeah. this week because i was like jamming to it and it came on like a fallout playlist i was listening to uh-huh. and i was like oh i love this song and i couldn't but i was like it's in my head for some reason this is why <laughs> now it's tainted no i'm just kidding i love that song you you've ruined it alien company <laughs> you ruined it it's ru- they ruined a lot of things. They find the source of the signal, and it's not that far away. It's like a 10-hour trip or something mm-hmm. versus seven years, four months or whatever to get to their original destination. Somebody's trying to cut corners. Yeah. Nobody wants, and nobody wants to go back into the pods after James Franco got crispy, which is kind of understandable. Right, because nobody likes overdone sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but. Daniels thinks this is stupid because they obviously missed this planet and it's a much closer planet because they're going to, aren't they trying to save humanity? Yes. They're taking the colonists to, they spent 10 years searching for this new place that was acceptable to colonize on Mm -hmm. and they finally found it and now they're heading there and she's like, we don't know anything about this place. This is dumb idea. We spent 10 years researching this new place. place we're going to. Or, yeah, the Aurigai 6 or whatever. And hey, guess what? She's right. <laughs> See? This is exactly like the first alien. That's why you should always listen Fucking to women. Sigourney Weaver's like, this is a dumb idea, guys. And they're like, Psh, whatever. And then they all get murdered by alien. Well, they had to. It was part of their contract with, was it the company? Isn't that what it was called in Alien? The company? Mm, I don't remember. Neither do I. I haven't watched it since I watched it with everybody in Austin, so. Right. The details are not quite as fresh to me. 
That's true. But either way, I very strongly remember her telling them in both movies, this is dumb, don't do this. And then they all went, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then they all died. Except her, because she's awesome. Well. And her cat. Well. What? I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't watched the whole Alien. What are you welling at me? you saying she survived. Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Weaver. She survives Alien and Aliens. I haven't seen yeah. the other ones. I think. Those um, don't count, I don't think. I. Th- well, I think in three she might die. I don't watch those because they don't count. Really? Three was good. Three was good? I thought four was terrible. Yeah. From what I've heard. Four is where she's basically a clone. Mm. So we could actually cover that. Oh, cool. We could watch that one and you could see whether or not you find it horrible as well. Cool. At least I'll get to watch Sigourney Weaver do things. I do believe there is a scene where she sees all of the not-so-well-developed clones. Creepy. We can basically do any of the alien movies because all of the robot people are clones. I don't think all the movies have multiple of the robot, though. No. I don't, in fact, I don't think still any of them do. <laughs> what if we did aliens because there's more than one alien and they look the same? Wow. <laughs> and this movie will have brought us to that point uh-huh. because we now know. <laughs> exactly. I gotcha. Yeah. So the captain thinks that she's being too whatever i don't know but he says this is a this is a good judgment we need to go here mm-hmm. and she's like mm, whatever dude they land the plane or so there's they the main land the plane. there's the main spaceship <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? they land the plane <laughs> i mean that was the next thing they, took they did the 747 <laughs> out of the dock and uh brought it down to i don't know what that surface. thing was called some fancy it was a lander lander okay the Quinjet. They took the Quinjet. They took the Quinjet <laughs> after it had been roto-fitted by, uh, by uh, uh, what's his name? Fitz. Fitz, yes. <laughs> if Fitz was there, this would have never happened. <laughs> You're right. So true. <laughs> um, they, uh, what did they do? They landed on the planet. Okay, yeah. So the main spaceship is up there. They're basically trying to find the signal. Yes, with that says, take me home, country road. Mm-hmm. And then they send the other thing down with the crew while the other crew stays up in the main spaceship. Right. I'm gesturing. Nobody can see me. I'm like nope. holding my hands up really high. The do main want, spaceship. Do you want me to take an spaceship. Instagram story? No, it's whilst, okay. Whilst you gesture? No, it's okay. <laughs> so, okay. They land in a, the, the, blah. the terrain is very mountainous. It's very beautiful, too. And beautiful. Yes. Um, so they decide to land in water because they can't find a good place to land otherwise. Right. And too many trees and was such. Very weird. They didn't even, like, put masks on to go outside. They had already known. They had done the scan. They knew it was a habitable planet. Still, I would have worn a mask if I was on this crack team. You would have, you would have been, like, in a spacesuit so that in case yes that makes 100 we'll see if all of these people should have been they're fucking scientists see if they um did that this movie couldn't have happened right because <laughs> exactly because they're all fucking stupid because you know that worm in your ear you were talking about earlier <laughs> i believe that's our first victim <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, these people are so dumb these just 
Like, they're so dumb. It hurts my brain. Even on Alien, they wore a spacesuit when they got out of the ship. Yes. Until they figured out it was breathable air, and then they got dumb. Or, like, in Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, when they land in that thing, and then they have the weird masks on, yeah. Han and Leia, when they go out and check things out. Uh-huh. They could have at least had that. Not even the main space suits. They could have at least had masks on. Wouldn't have protected that dude's ear. True. But it would have been at least an effort. Yeah. All I'm asking for here, Brad, is an effort <laughs> on these scientists' part They to knew be it was safe. a Class M planet, and they could stay there. Sorry to pull out Star Trek on you, but... I don't even know what that means, but Class I... Class M means it was good for humanity okay. to live on. Well, clearly it wasn't. <laughs> it was. Minus the things. <laughs> the spores or the whatever spores. they were. <laughs> so, okay. They're walking, they're tracing the signal. Orem is like, hey, this is a great place for a colony right here. <laughs> we could build a whole bunch of units. He's like, you can build your cabin right here. Isn't this great? And mm-hmm. she's like, haha, sure, whatever, dude. Um, they're walking through some giant wheat field. And here's the recipe for the first badness. They have to reboot the, or they want to reboot and boost the signal by turning the power off for a few hours on the little lander. Right, because, because of the, the ionization signal. in the in the storms yes. in the sky are making it difficult for them to communicate with the with the upper ship. Yep, the outer ship. The ship. Here's the another ship that's uh, orbiting the planet. Right, part two of badness. Two people break off to start doing their own excavation of research. Mm-hmm. And then there are no birds or animals to be seen anywhere. Yeah, that should be a big red flag right then and there. So. Here we go with these idiots. <laughs> the one lady's taking some samples while another guy, while the guy with her goes to pee. He didn't go to pee. He just wanted a cigarette. Oh, that's right. He just went and sat down on a stump and smoked a cigarette. Well, while he was sitting down, he stomped on a big old spore and a bunch of shit flew into his ear. Yep. And you know how much I don't like ear stuff. Because of the worms. Yeah. <laughs> they, I had to see in great detail thanks so much Ridley Scott the spores flying into his ear canal and implanting themselves inside and growing and, and then he's just like scratches his ear a little yep it itched I bet Ugh. allergies <laughs> <laughs> oh also <laughs> while I was watching this it was this very moment that Suki came and stepped on the power button on my remote and turned the TV off should have taken that as a sign. <laughs> she was like, no, we're not watching this. <laughs> uh, m- meow. <laughs> she was like, I know what's coming. Don't do it. Just turn it off now. <laughs> Which was actually really funny. But I was annoyed, but also very amused. Yes. She knew. She, she's a smart cat. <laughs> so the other crew, the other half of the crew, come across the giant spaceship that we saw from prometheus Mm -hmm. if you saw prometheus who cares if you didn't it's not good anyway it's better than this one but that's not saying much (laughs) i don't know fell asleep twice i liked that one it's a slow movie i mean i didn't like is a strong word (laughs) i prefer you preferred it over this i preferred it they were if these people were 150 percent dumb the people Mm -hmm. in prometheus were maybe 100 percent dumb okay so they 
Okay, so then they go into the spaceship and start looking around, still finding the signal. They come across those big old alien pods, and some dumbass leans in to get a closer look. Some spores go up his nose. God, these (laughs) stupid people. (laughs) 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 I'm just exasperated with them. Yeah. So <laughs> they find dog tags from Dr. Shaw, who was the main character from Prometheus, who was mm-hmm. also in the movie The Seven Monday, <laughs> the one we did. What happened to Monday? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that lady. She, is, she was the main character of Prometheus. Okay. Was she Monday? Yes, we'll just say that. Okay. But it doesn't matter because she did know. Right. Um, they realize she's disappeared 10 years ago, and so this is where she is. They go into the bridge of the alien ship and press a button, and then they find her, like, hologram-ish version of her singing the John Denver song. Right. <sighs> this is a big old <laughs> paragraph. Because <laughs> I know what's coming. Can you guys hear Stephanie rolling her eyes so hard? <laughs> I mean, you should. The idiots are just, they're going to be in fine form in a minute here. So the guy that stepped on the pod thing is not doing too well. He's right. getting all sweaty, paling. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of being gross. He can't breathe. He starts coughing. And, you know, same goes for the other guy that just, you know, took a big whiff of the alien pod. Mm-hmm. One of the girls. Okay. So then they bring him. They bring Stepper, Stompy Boy, onto. <laughs> <laughs> trying to distinguish the two idiots. The smoker. The smoker. They bring him to their lander. ship and into the med bay and then the girl that was like trying to work on the signal she decides to lock him in there with the other girl the other girl that was taking samples the scientist lady yes i believe she is uh what was his name tennessee's wife it really tennessee's up on the ship he's the standby well i think ecologist lady is orem's wife and then IT lady is Tennessee's wife, right? Oh, uh, yes, you're right. There you go. So they open, they rip his shirt open, and we see his back starting to like ripple and rip open, like the skin peeling away, kind mm-hmm. of. And blood just spurts out of him, like every hole you could think of. <laughs> right. And that's when she runs out and locks him in. Yes. And then the guy just starts seizing crazily on the med table mm-hmm. thing and then a little and his back rips open and then a little baby comes out <laughs> sure she hates this movie so much but a little baby comes out i root for the aliens in this one <laughs> little baby xenomorph comes out or i guess i actually am not going to call them the xenomorphs because i think that that's giving it too much credit because they're just <laughs> Okay. This movie sucks. They don't deserve to be xenomorphs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the little baby <laughs> he comes running out and he attacks the colleges lady. Yep. She's like, he's like really tiny. I don't know how she at can't, first, yeah. <laughs> can't get but he away grows relatively quickly. I mean, he gets pretty big pretty quick. I guess. Um, there's a lot of blood everywhere. She's just kind of flailing around trying to fight it off. The other chick. Goes in and gets a gun. Yep. And comes back to blow it up. <laughs> it's 
so, so we dumb. think these people never walked on a wet floor before like, i'm just saying <laughs> or like lived in the world like i don't know they're just they're so incompetent at literally everything aren't you trained like yes they're trained to be in in hypersleep and wake up and land on a planet that was previously vetted and then building a log cabin next to a lake. I feel like, well, no, because the one lady's an ecologist. She should have some kind of training. I feel like these people that were made to wake up during mm-hmm. an emergency have training. Yeah. Field training, some kind of space training. They have a shitload of guns there. You think I would, I would assume they're all trained how to use weapons as well. Okay. So this dumb lady... Maybe they're just all groggy. <laughs> Maybe it takes no. a couple of days it's been to like get a out day. of your sleep stink. No. <laughs> I'm not giving them any credit. <laughs> they get no sympathy from me. <laughs> they deserve what they got. They do. I will victim blame them all over the place. <laughs> they're so stupid. So she comes in with the gun, starts shooting at the little baby alien. Mm-hmm fails miserably yeah because she slipped on the blood yeah then she runs out and locks the door runs out locks the door and then the alien breaks through the glass with a headbutt (laughs) and then there's blood everywhere Uh uh-huh and the other chick comes in oh i'm sorry i went back my paragraph is too big so (laughs) she just keeps shooting at it as it's like chasing after her and then she's just shooting everywhere all over the place and then hits probably a fuel tank. And then blows up the fucking ship. <laughs> she was freaked out. She's there to fix radios, not be a soldier. <laughs> then she should have locked herself in a room and closed the fucking door that it doesn't have a window. doesn't matter. Well, maybe all the rooms have windows. She could have hid. It's just a baby. You could have hid from it. By this time, it was an adolescent. <laughs> But it's just like, bow, 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 bow. like she's literally has no control. She's just like holding the trigger and just going. Yep. <laughs> like doesn't S- know what she's hitting. Spray and pray is what they would say. Yeah. <laughs> so she just hits literally everything and then blows up the ship. And then some person walks down the ramp on fire. Oh. And I'd... then it explodes even more. Yeah. So now they're stuck. Meanwhile other half of the crack team is coming back to witness the ship blow up they see the ship blow up everyone screams and is freaking out and dude's crying because his wife was on there probably mm-hmm. yep um the other guy who sniffed the alien pod he's puking blood and then he sprouts a baby alien out of his mouth and it runs away mm-hmm. he's dead now too i think yeah i think once you give birth to an alien <laughs> you die you die <laughs> walters seems to be very intrigued by what's going on He's very confused. Yeah. Now they're in this wheat field with very tall grass, and now a bunch of big aliens are coming. I think it was just the one. Just one? I thought it was, a, no, it was like two. Was it? I think it was two. I thought it was the one running back and forth. It may have been. I don't know. I mean, I, who knows? Yeah. Walter, the one of the big aliens comes after Daniels, and then Walter intervenes, and then it bites off his hand, which is very important, everyone. For later. <laughs> okay. Just FYI. Because now Walter is specially abled. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> um, they're all 
more people failing at shooting things. I'll give it to them. They're not inside of a contained fire box hazard box. <laughs> yes. So that's fine. I think it kills at least one more person. Yep. I think and so. The, and then the baby comes back and tries to attack people. That's what it was. Okay. The little baby came back that just sprouted out of that guy's mouth. Gotcha. So it's just, they're just, the aliens are just having some, having a good old time trying to kill people. Of course they are. And then. It's the most exercise they've gotten in a couple of years. I know, right? They're so bored. And then isn't they. A cloaked man appears. And shoots a flare in the air. Yes. And they all run away. Daddy's here. Oh no, better run away. I think they're more like cockroaches. They're afraid of the light. Well, you know, David loves his alien babies. Well, we will figure that out. (laughs) Oh, David. We realize... Okay, so yeah, they go into... They follow Cloaked Man farther into the planet. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of tells them to come with him. And they're like, okay. Come with me if you want to live. Basically. Um, They go into some weird place that's filled with crispy decayed bodies yeah so that's rather alarming yep maybe don't go in there also it's a building that maybe you know you know it's a structure with with crispy dead bodies that should be a sign that maybe you don't want to be here yeah if the alien wasn't the first sign (laughs) yeah but now they're stuck because people blew up their fucking ship. She was freaked out, Stephanie. She just freaked out. She forgot that there was fuel. It's, it's a it's She a common blew mistake. the ship. It's a common mistake. She flew it. She was in fear for her life. Just <laughs> things happen. Start pulling out guns, firing aimlessly <laughs> at this super fast adolescent running back and forth. He was just playing. Yeah, <laughs> playing hide and murder. Hide and murder. Hide and rip your throat out. So we realize the cloaked man, as I just said, is David. He takes his cloak off and he has long, terrible hair. <laughs> it's real bad. It's a bad look. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> David tells them that it's safe there in this bizarre building. And he explains to all of them that he and Shaw were the only survivors of the Prometheus, Mm -hmm. which carried a weapon that deployed when they landed. He says that Elizabeth Shaw died in the crash, and he has been stuck there for many years. Yes. I guess 10 years, because she disappeared 10 years ago. Probably. He explains to them about the virus that they encountered, Mm -hmm. that it affects, or sorry, infects all non-botanical life forms it either kills them instantly or uses them as incubators to spawn hybrid forms. Right. They kind of tell him, they decide to spill all their guts. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're a colonizing ship. We have 2,000 people on our ship and all these embryos. And he's like, ooh. And he's very intrigued by all the <laughs> good souls, as he puts it, right. that are on the ship. And when he sees Walter, he says, welcome, brother. Right. So, look, there's two of them now. Ooh. No way. <laughs> like our podcast is about two of them. <laughs> That's the name. This two of them. Seeing Fassbenders. <laughs> seeing Fassbenders. <laughs> seeing Fassbenders. Welcome to Seeing Fassbenders. <laughs> I would rather see Goslings, to be honest, right now. I'm sure you would. Or um, Hemsworths. There's a lot of Hemsworths, actually. There's like okay. 50 of them. Right. 
or seeing Downey Juniors, mm-hmm. seeing Ruffalos. Yeah. How about Skarsgårds? I don't know. I have weird feelings about Skarsgårds after Big Little Lies. Okay. Seeing Evans's. Okay. Like Missy. I love Missy. There you go. <laughs> so they go to the roof to try to get a signal out to the ship. Mm-hmm. But the ion storm. Yep. Is blocking it. Yes, it's even heavier and it's really making communication hard. And David's like, yeah, sometimes they last for days, weeks, months, years. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He goes into his chambers. (laughs) Don't know what else to call his room. Right. They're like his chambers. They are his chambers where he will dispense swift justice. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) I mean, yeah. <laughs> he cuts his hair and sings a little song. And my, I mean, not that you had to think too hard about this movie, but it was pretty obvious that he wanted to be indistinguishable from Walter. I feel like as soon as he heard about the good souls right. and saw Walter, mm-hmm. a plan started to percolate. But he has one too many hands. <laughs> he does, indeed. <laughs> he does, indeed. This cursed hand of mine. (laughs) Walter pays him a visit in his chambers. Yes. And he sees all of these weird bug samples and drawings he has and medical journals and I don't know. Right. David's kind of a weirdo. He's been alone for a little too long, I think. But I also think he was weird already. He's an android or whatever they call these things in this movie yeah i don't think you can go crazy when you're a robot he was just made this way probably baby i was born this way yeah (laughs) don't hate the player hate the game (laughs) excuse me that was a hiccup because of your lacroix yeah i deeply regret buying this (laughs) but i have it so i have to drink it lacroix tastes like old sweat yeah Mm -hmm. cool why do you know what old sweat tastes like? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just, do, do you save it up? Like after a workout, do you wring your sweaty clothes into a... No, but what if you have it like in your bag and then you like flick it and then it, the old sweat goes in your mouth? Why are you flicking sweaty clothing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of an example of how it could get in your mouth. Why don't you just tell us how you've tasted old sweat so that we know? <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay, here's a better example. It tastes like stale water. Oh, well, yeah. Carbonation um, gives water a taste. It's weird. But I I bought it because on my diet, I was can, couldn't have any kind of beverage, soda really. Pop. Well, I don't drink soda anyway. So then why did you need carbonated water? Because I wanted a flavor in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But this has no flavor, so it backfired. Because you just got the plain old flavorless one? No, I got passion fruit. So it tastes like passion fruit. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It tastes like nothing. They wouldn't call it passion fruit if it didn't have passion fruit flavor in it. It doesn't. It's gotta. No, false. I'm going to get you a regular plain old La Croix. And then you're going to try that with your passion fruit. And then you're going to tell me, oh, it does taste like passion fruit. It does. 
Anyway, I got it because I wanted a flavor uh-huh. in my mouth that was not water or coffee. Okay. Because I couldn't have booze for a month right. and a half. I still haven't had any. So this anything. is your... This was my compromise to myself. I wanted something. I wanted a refreshing beverage to trick myself. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck, this is terrible. Stephanie had replaced booze <laughs> with liquor. Well, because... When Dawn was here, she bought these sparkling water boozes. Uh huh. And those were really good. Because they had booze in them. (laughs) And they also had a flavor called booze. No, but they had like fruit flavor that actually tasted like fruit flavor. Okay. And so I was like, maybe this will be similar, (laughs) minus the booze part. But I was sorely mistaken. Yes, you were. (laughs) Because lacrosse garbage. You should have gone to, um, Trader Joe's, and they have a good uh, carbonated water thing in their label, mm. which actually tastes really good, I think. I mean, I bought this because it was Whole30 approved. Oh, uh, yes, that Whole30 thing. But now I still have like eight cans left, so God. <laughs> Here I am. Enjoy your old sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Just wringing it out into a cup. Wringing it out in my mouth. Putting it into the cabinet, letting it age a few days, because that's when it's really good. And then you drink it. Ew. Do you can your old sweat? I mean, do you like. Gross. (laughs) You're so gross. I'm not the one that compared that to old sweat. (laughs) I was just trying to think of something gross. (laughs) You could have said, I don't know. Well, it couldn't taste like that anyway, so forget it. Like pickle juice or something. Anyway, back to our homoerotic robots. <coughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yep. Walter Oof. pays David a visit in his chambers, inspects all his things, mm-hmm. and then he picks up a flute. Yep. David tells him to play it. It's more but of a Walter- recorder. Recorder, thank you. But Walter doesn't know how to play. <laughs> so uh. David fingers him. <laughs> David teaches him how. He he tells Walter to blow into it, and he will do the fingering. Yep. <laughs> and then there's just a very long scene of him playing the flute for him, and it was or the recorder. And I was like, "Why is this happening? <laughs> Please make it end." Because at the end of it, we have to have the line. What was the line? There are masterpieces in your head, brother. Oh, <laughs> I wrote down different lines. Oh, okay. I wrote, Walter says, you weren't surprised to see me? And he said, every mission needs a good synthetic. Ah, yes. Oh, so they call them synthetics. Yes, there we that go. That answers the previous, <laughs> what I didn't know what to call them. Uh, Walter plays the flute pretty well, after all. Yep. Because of the music in your head, is that what you said? Symphonies. Sorry, symphonies. That's more, more of a David word, of course. Of course. David says that, oh, he was with their creator. Okay. I thought it said he was their creator, and I was very confused by my notes. Okay. David tells him that he was with their creator when he died, which was Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. So that answers my previous question as well. Okay. Um, so yes, he dies in the first movie. Yes. And then Walter's amazing at playing the recorder. He says that, you know... 
since David's time, they've changed the models because David was too human and it disturbed people. Mm-hmm. He's pretty disturbing. He's a weirdo. So they made models with fewer complications, more like machines. Right. No ability to... Love. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's what he says That's later. That's what he says. That's a later conversation. I think there's more about also them not having like their own free will so much, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. So they can't create. That's what it was. Yes. So they can't create. So and he so couldn't play because he couldn't create. It was not in his modding. Yes. M- modeling. Yes. Creation. He wasn't modded. <laughs> I couldn't figure out the right word, so I just kept saying them. Didn't find it anyway. Tune in next week for the conclusion to this episode. Thank you for listening, number one. Number two, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. You can email us your suggestions, stories, whatever you want. Say hi. You know, give Stephanie a recommendation for some dinner thing to try (laughs) at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. You can check out Stephanie at StephPlusVerb on Instagram. Yeah, I'll post all my Dragon Con stuff there. Definitely. Brad will probably be featured in it as well. And Brad will not do that because he's really bad at taking pictures at these things. So I, <laughs> I don't make I'll me- mostly be posting in my Insta stories because that's more real time footage. There you go. And I'm trying to post fancier photos regularly. And uh, until next week, I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.